What is up guys? This is Scott from Iron Legion. This is episode number 278 of the Not Born This Way podcast, official podcast of the Iron Legion Strength Company. So as some of you guys may know, depending on how long you've been listening, uh, back when I was, I think I was 21, I competed in my first bodybuilding contest and I competed on the local uh, regional and national level uh, up until I was 30, uh, maybe 31. So call, call it 10 years of competitive bodybuilding. And uh, at the age of 30, 31, I decided to quote unquote retire from competitive bodybuilding. And the reason I did that, and I talked about this a little bit on uh, maybe the last podcast or the one before, uh, was because to be at a high level bodybuilding or any competitive sport really uh, or, or actually the, high le- the highest levels of, of anything requires uh, uh, kind of an absolute commitment to that sport or that cause uh, and for me at the time bodybuilding was A, the only thing I really wanted to do uh, something that was very important to me and something that I wanted to do at the highest levels. I wanted to really see how far I could take it and that was where my head was at 24-7. Uh, when, when I turned 30, uh, I had also just uh, gotten divorced, which you know probably isn't a coincidence that, that my bodybuilding career was involved. Um, because, and the reason I say that, and I'm, and I'm kidding but not really, is because that's part of the reason for this this talk today is is because bodybuilding uh, was so all-consuming to me meaning that in order to be successful I felt like I had to spend every waking moment thinking about training for preparing for uh, my next competition and being better and being better so while that made me a very good athlete uh, it didn't make me a very well-rounded human or a very good husband, probably. Uh, so I wanted to address that today because I think this is a tricky place to be, where you want to be good, great, excellent at something, right? So whether that's a sport, whether that's your personal physical goals, you know, competing in bodybuilding, powerlifting, running, uh, Tough mutters, uh, whether you're growing a business, writing a book, I mean, you want to be excellent, right? You want to be at the top. Uh, at least in my experience, that's where I always wanted to be. Now, I've talked before about how I think it's great that some people, and I kind of strive for this, and I think I'm getting there now, actually, could find joy in competitive athletics and endeavors without being great and without winning, right? To me, it was always kind of Honestly, not fun unless I was really good winning or the best. Um, And I kind of always secretly admired and wondered about how people could play and enjoy sports when they weren't really very good at them, right? Or, uh, you know, compete in bodybuilding contests and play sixth and and be happy with that. Uh, That just never made sense to me. Um, So the downside to, you know, wanting to be successful and going all in on these endeavors is that like I said earlier, it makes you a much less well-rounded human being. 
uh, it severely compromises your ability to enjoy uh, experience try new things because you really you really can't if you're if you want to be the best at something you you have to give it 24 7 because the people you're going up against are doing that right so if being the best in the world or at a super high level of competitiveness whatever um, and so and and success is what you want to do in a certain area understand that that will require sacrificing in all other areas okay um, coach Greg Panora posted a while back uh, you know somewhat sarcastically but not really that uh, if you're you know a high-level competitive lifter you shouldn't be hiking and you know he got some flack for that and there was some conversation about that but the, the point of that was at if you're just a recreational powerlifter powerlifting to get strong and for fun and you follow powerlifting protocols I would I would put myself in that category I don't compete as a powerlifter I follow powerlifting programming because I want to be bigger and stronger uh, I can still go hiking because uh, my whole life is not being dedicated towards being a powerlifter but if you're a high-level competitive powerlifter where you weigh probably three times than the average human being you're carrying an extraordinary amount of muscle mass and uh, an injury would be catastrophic to your powerlifting career uh, probably not the best idea to go moving that 300 pound body around on unstable surfaces in the woods uh, because of the risk that it could do to your career as a powerlifter. So that's a really good example of if you want to be at that high level of a sport, let's call it powerlifting, you have to sacrifice. You can't go for, you can't play, um, you know, a recreational game of baseball with your friends because you're, you're a good chance you're going to roll your ankle. And again, you're not you're not a normal human at this point, right? You just, we're talking about a very large, you know, 300 pound plus athlete. So. Uh, odds are pretty good that person's gonna get hurt running around playing pickup basketball or baseball. So that sucks, kind of, right? It sucks to have to um, not partake in things like that. Um, as a competitive competitive bodybuilder, you're hyper aware of what you eat. You have to eat six times a day, every day, all the time. So imagine what that does when your significant other wants to go for a last minute road trip somewhere for four hours and five hours in the car. And you're thinking, well, what am I going to eat? Where are we going to? I have to pack my food. Where are we going to stop? You know, you pretty much don't drink alcohol when you're a competitive bodybuilder, or at least I didn't. So, what do you? What does that do to your uh, dating life or your significant other if you don't want to go to bars or parties or uh, dancing or anything like that? That you know, people who are 25 typically want to do. So you get what I'm saying. So on one hand, accept the fact that if you want to be high, high level at anything you're going to be all in for a period of time and, and that's that can be okay uh, I forget who wrote about it but it was kind of like an ebb and flow type of thing um, where whereas let's say let's say I'm writing a book and I really want to crush this book well I, I can't really write a book like casually it, it'll take me like 20 years right so you have to pretty much like buckle down and say hey you know for six months for a year I'm not gonna do anything but write this book like I'm gonna get up and let, let's just say that's your outside of work you have a job 
other than working, you're going to work on this book. You're not going to watch Netflix. You're not going to go to the movies. You're not going to socialize. You're not going to do a whole lot except for, uh, you know, not a good time to decide to also get in shape or work on your golf game. It's basically like I'm going to work, sleep, and write. And you do nothing else for six months to a year. And then you write your book. And then you chill. And you, you can't live like that for a really long time uh, without being miserable. But you will need to live like that for a period of time to get that book done or to accomplish something great. So if you want to be high level at anything, you're going to have to go all in for a while and sacrifice everything else. My point, though, is to consider the alternative, which is sometimes, and I, like I said, I'm getting here myself now to accept, it's also okay and probably beneficial to not go all in on everything and to be okay with um, a moderate approach, right? A moderate approach, which again, will not necessarily lead to massive excellence and um, massive success necessarily, but it can lead to uh, enjoyment and uh, a greater variety of experiences and a more enjoyable life. Uh, and maybe again, you can kind of toggle between those two things, right? I, I've I've gone all in many times on many different sports activities, business endeavors, and the times where I were all in were very rewarding, and uh, I I got a lot of um, self satisfaction out of it. I proved a lot to myself that I could accomplish a lot of things with with that t- kind of tunnel vision mindset. But in hindsight, I also started to see the you know the collateral damage uh, in my relationships and my other activities uh, and how they would kind of inhibit a lot of other stuff Um, so I think for me now in areas that you recognize hey you're not going to be high level uh, competitive or you don't necessarily need to be uh, killing it in in every in certain areas and it's okay to just do pretty good uh, you can do a lot of different things right so so for me personally I can I can follow my lifting programs and continue to try to be as strong as I can and be developed in a way that I like but I can also uh, learn some some jujitsu and maybe weigh 10 15 pounds less and move around better and uh, have more mobility and more athletic uh, ability with that loss of weight and size so it's going to affect my lifts I'm not going to be as strong as I could have been but I'm not I'm not a, a it doesn't it doesn't matter like I'm not a competitive lifter anyway so taking 10 15 20 50 pounds off my big lifts um, doesn't matter because they're not anything there's no there's no nothing associated with that number anyway right so if, if I can let my ego go and say hey I'm in order to uh, function better in in this arena. I have to sacrifice a little bit in that arena. Uh, I'm okay with that, right? Um, for me, the big thing with bodybuilding was uh, not necessarily the drinking thing, but the food. Constantly having to bring food and think about food. Now, if you are trying to get into bodybuilder kind of shape, build muscle, lose weight, you you will have to be the same. You will have to think constantly about what you're eating, when you're eating, bringing food with you, stuff like that. When you retire from it, like where I'm at now, I uh, I don't want to be thinking about meals 
all the time when I have other stuff to do, right? Uh, it's Sunday today. I'm cleaning out my basement. I'm running over to storage. Like, I've eaten once today. It's 3 o'clock. Um, is that great for building massive muscle size and being lean and uh, all that stuff? Not at all. Terrible. Uh, I've probably had, you know, one glass of water and three coffees. Um, so terrible for a competitive lifter or a bodybuilder. But for a dad who's trying to uh, get some stuff done around the house and live a relatively normal life, it's a hell of a lot better than trying to eat four times and drink a gallon of water. So anyway, uh, that's my point for today. Just, just being able to take a look at both sides and decide where you're at in life and in your pursuit of your goals and whether it's more appropriate and or necessary to be all in 24 7 or to have a little more balanced approach um, both are good both are okay just depends on uh, when you're going to implement them all right guys that's it i'll see you